Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. And the average everyday American the affirmative task we have now, uh, create a new world order. Got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You wanna know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Oh yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I uh, was told to, to, to tuck my shirt or Bring my shirt up because I had the Mr. T starter kit with my <laughs> necklace. Uh, my, my name is Joe Oltman. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined by... Hey, I'm Ash Epp. So Ash is back, and she brings bombs yeah. with her. Oh, yeah. There's lots going on. Um, there is so much stuff going on right now, and it's it just gets... It gets it, it gets better, but it gets worse. It gets better because there's things that we're going to talk about today that, frankly, are necessary but it gets worse because we still have to push to get somebody to do something about it which is kind of interesting hey so we're going to start because we're going to jump into this but i want to read off a couple of our sponsors liberty cigars so thank you to uh, mr anonymous that sent me these cigars see this nice little box from liberty cigars that's the early republic Ooh, vanna white hello mm -hmm. um six Cigars in there. See the six cigars, all the presidents. It was in a nice package before. I had to throw the package away, um, but uh, it has a George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams cigar in it. And for uh, conservative daily listeners, you get seventeen point seven six percent off the early Republic series originally, originally priced at eighty nine dollars. Use the coupon code Liberty at LibertyCigars.com, and you get to save big. So kind of a cool deal. Uh, I just want to say thank you to whoever sent that to me. Put me in a good mood all day because now I have two boxes of cigars. I'm almost there. I'm almost to my third. Until you have more friends over. Until I have more friends yeah. over, and then they take them all and smoke them. <laughs> I'd need four to actually get through those 30 cigars they did, but who knows? All right, so today 30. 30. There's 30 cigars they went through. Yeah, it was crazy. You, what? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Woo! Okay, so... Uh, we're you know gonna, how I feel about that? We're gonna oh, jump you see this guy? See this guy? <laughs> number, number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo <laughs> because he have to go in front of the traffic. Look what I do. 22 and he do wee woo wee woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is probably one of my favorite uh, uh, now clips. We're going to have to play That's it pretty one. much all the time. All right. So jump in. Yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna talk about county. We're gonna connect it to state. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk national. But we're gonna talk about conflicts of interest. And so all week long, I've been watching you and Jake break down the laptop. Yeah. Talking about different types of crimes that are now coming to light. Um, just want to remind everybody that the FBI has had the laptop and all of its contents for years at this point and at the time that the laptop news broke when Rudy Giuliani and the New York Post uh, broke this laptop news, talked about what was in it. We were told it was Russian disinformation. We were told um, it can't be verified. 
Leslie Stahl, beacon of journalism, um, we were told by 50 intelligence officials that it was uh, that, that it was Russian disinformation. All the classic earmarks. They never tell you what those are, but they said all the classic earmarks of Russian disinformation. So what I thought we could do is talk. Um, you know, we're gonna go. We're gonna talk election fraud. We're gonna talk local because uh, you know while you guys were breaking down the laptop this week, I've been. Uh, working, working, working locally with the people, and so we're gonna um, we're gonna talk first. We're gonna talk about El Paso County. So El Paso County, Colorado, uh, they are probably the tip of the spear when it comes to the fight that's happening inside of the GOP. So I have uh, famously said back in November of 2020, there's a fight that needs to happen in the in the Republican Party, and it needs to happen now, not in an election year. Did you hear what happened though with the delegates? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into it. Uh, this is unbelievable. Yeah. This is the GOP doing this. And by the way, we're using Colorado as an example, but it's being done all over the country. It is being done all over the country. It's a playbook. It so is a playbook. we see the same the same uh, sources and methods. And when we didn't know if uh, if you were going to be able to be on tonight, Jake and I were talking about connecting this to some other stories in Michigan and every these same conflicts of interest are everywhere. These same types of relationships that we're going to talk about as we break into it and uh, break break it down and get into it um, are happening all over the country. We're in Colorado uh, and we're living them. And so we're, we're telling you what's going on, but at the same time expecting, uh, you know, that you'll find the same, the same kind of things happening. Uh, so I know we're, we have a guest, I think, planning to come on, Mr. Producer. I don't know if we have him yet. Not yet. Okay, so we'll just give it a minute. We have a guest that I didn't even know about. And by <laughs> the way, I, I would not be doing what I'm doing right now while Ash is talking, but somebody forgot to put the rumble link on the thing, and so I'm getting... Bzz, 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 bzz. So everything but rumble, Mr. Producer, went out everywhere and so i'm getting yelled at very nice don't yell at me don't yell at me don't yell you do have a mr t thing going on i do have a mr t (laughs) because of my bulging muscles getting bigger uh so so we're gonna bring on we're gonna bring on a guest we're gonna bring on uh todd watkins if we can get him who is running for sheriff in el paso county there's been a lot of shenanigans happening this past week within el paso county um, in terms of their delegates. So they had their county assembly, their Republican assembly. This is part of the, in the lead up to the primary for those that aren't involved in the party process. I am not, I'm not a Republican. And so I get all of this secondhand, but as a journalist, um, particularly a journalist who covers election integrity, I'm very interested in, uh, in this whole process. And so, um, a few nights ago, there was, there was some noise happening among the Colorado grassroots. Uh, everybody needs to get down there. They're having this vote about delegates. Um, so the vote, as I understand it, uh, was to ratify the list that uh, of the list of of delegates and and people who would be going to their to going to the state GOP assembly on behalf of El Paso County. Yeah. The so they had a, a slam. I think we talked about it on the show when they had their county assembly. The grassroots candidates beat out the Rhino candidates. It was an incredible showing. So then they turned around and tried not to ratify. Uh, those results and not send those people to the the state assembly that's happening next weekend in Colorado Springs. So that's kind of the irony of it as well is that it's <laughs> the state assemblies in Colorado Springs and the rhinos of El Paso County, where where Colorado Springs is in El Paso County. They tried not to send their own delegates. They tried, but it failed. Right. And now we're we have this this. They're trying to figure out how many delegates from across the state. Are FEC United delegates? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that are first America first uh, delegates because they're all like, what, what, what? 
what, what's going on? Yeah, that's a, there's a lot. And, you know, for the, the U.S. Election Integrity Plan as well, it's completely unaffiliated, not nonpartisan. We don't do anything with parties at all. But it's comprised of individuals, right? And those individuals largely are Republican and have, uh, you know, spent spent yeah. time educa- educating themselves on what the par- the process is for their party and uh, and getting in and taking those those seats. So that's kind of the backdrop for what's been going on in El Paso County. And then um, uh, on Tuesday of this week, the El Paso County Commissioner meeting took place. Did you hear about this? I did. You did. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was even worse. And, and guys, this is unbelievable because what you're about to see is, and hit the share button. This, what's happening in Colorado is kind of like Wisconsin, only they're, you know, Colorado, they're, they're, they've tried to convince everyone that this is a blue state. It's not a blue state. It's not a purple state. It's a red state. But they have stolen nearly every election at every level here, and they have suppressed the vote and created so many fraudulent votes through this Dominion voting system. But what you're about to hear about is is self-dealing yeah well it's Probably a good way to put it yeah i mean it, these guys have never met a uh conflict of interest that they didn't like if you um you know if you're not familiar with with uh the players that we're going to talk about here in colorado the reporting that i've done on tina peters and the case of mesa county um all up on ashinamerica.com but all of these players in colorado pop up all over the place, right? It's like when we look at Ukraine and we see the same players pop up all over the place. If you look at the players in Ukraine in the Hunter Biden laptop, it's a who's who of the Trump impeachment trial because they were all the Ukrainian one because they were all trying to cover their tracks, right? It's always the same cabal of people. They even call themselves a cabal. But uh, Mr. Producer, if you could put up a four, please. So this coming up here is the uh this is this is the agenda item for the tuesday county commissioner meeting you see number two there professional services contract to run back election services inc for printing of ballots and mail ballot envelopes for el paso county clerk and recorder's office at a cost not to exceed eight hundred fifty thousand dollars eight hundred fifty thousand dollars to run back to run back. Yeah, and the county commissioner that it was in the argument. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh I, got, I, got, I got a reveal for the, when you say this. So as he's saying this, Mr. Producer, pop up a two for us. So j- just so just so you're aware, this guy, his name is Wayne Williams, is running for mayor of El Paso County. Is the of ex- Colorado Springs. Uh, of Colorado yeah. Springs, sorry. Um, is the ex- Secretary of State of Colorado, who brought Dominion voting systems to the state, is working for Runbeck Election Services. His wife works as a commissioner for El Paso County and is actually not voting. She recused herself, but she recused herself while she's sitting up there arguing and saying how Runbeck should get the contract. Right. Is that not? That's what happened. Take this down, Mr. Producer. And so, by the way, for those of you, put it right back up. Sorry, and I'm bipolar for a minute there. <laughs> it says side hustle, making extra bucks off voters one election at a time. His wife is the uh, commissioner. And this piece of trash who brought Dominion here, who has been fighting really hard, he is garbage. He is the establishment that probably should just call him the, the radical left because that's all he is. He's a face of the so Wayne Williams is a face of the establishment. So you mentioned that Wayne Williams brought uh, Dominion into the state. So we had a three-year investigation under Republican Secretary of State uh, Scott Gessler, 
Um, we yes. had a three-year investigation to look at election technologies and make recommendations and set standards about what would be allowable in Colorado. He really paved the way for his predecessor, who Wayne Williams, for his predecessor to come in and install Dominion. And Wayne Williams, you'll hear us in Colorado talk about the fact that we had Commissioner Sue to not have to use Dominion. Yeah. Wayne Williams is the Secretary of State that demanded, that mandated that all counties use Dominion, locking us into a single vendor. Uh, in in the real business world, you never do that. But you know, for elections and government, it's it's super okay and normal. But he, we had Garfield uh, County and Douglas County sue to be able to use, to not use Dominion and they use Clear Ballot. Clear Ballot and Dominion are the only two allowable election systems. So that's a little background on Wayne, but Wayne has been in the news more recently as well, even before this Runbeck. Um, and you broke the news on Runbeck's, uh, I was pissed at you because you scooped me back in August of 2021. <laughs> you, you broke the news on the, uh, on, on the Runbeck connection with Wayne Williams. That was not something they disclosed, wasn't something that they talked about. Well, you told that, me I could. You told I me. I mean, you I gave me permission. I wasn't trying to scoop you. Right. I, mean, I think I quoted you. So the only reason that we knew about that is because we had people at the National Association of Secretaries of State Conference and Wayne's business cards were being passed around all over the place. That's how we discovered that Wayne Williams was, in fact, a senior advisor to Runback. And then they ask, act like it's no big deal, right? It is, it, but, but the money is, he's getting paid on a contract that his wife is sitting as a commissioner who is up there arguing. And we're showing, showing all the evidence of everything that happened in Mesa County, the fraud in Mesa County that is indisputable. It's not even disputable. You cannot dispute the fact right. that the election was stolen. The commissioner's race was stolen up in in Mesa County. You cannot. It's impossible to dispute it. Like it's it's definitive fact. Yep. And this piece of trash. I'll call him what he is. Well, he's, he's trash. in Mesa County. He is. He shows up in Mesa County too. So when uh, so I wrote the tale of Tina Peters back in August of 2021. And at the time, you know, they had just discovered that there was this breach and Tina Peters leaked passwords. All this stuff never happened. It never was happened. all part of a narrative. Um, and so they were establishing the narrative that Tina Peters was a criminal because they didn't want anybody looking at the evidence that Tina Peters <laughs> had uh, had collected as part of the forensic imaging of, of the Dominion machines. So Jenna Griswold then went to a point uh, someone to stand in Tina's stead while the investigation was going on. This happened last year. She tried to appoint Sheila Reiner, who prior to the disclosure of, of Tina's, you know, alleged um, criminal activity at all, Sheila Reiner went and got herself election certified, went and got herself certified to be able to run elections before any of this allegedly happened. So that's just a coincidence. So she tried to, um, she also was involved in the recall Tina Peters, but no conflict of interest there. Um, and so the county commissioners in Mesa County said, oh no, we're not gonna let Jenna Griswold come in here and appoint someone. We're going to appoint someone we trust. And who did they appoint? Wayne Williams. Wayne Williams. So, look, it, it is a cabal at the deepest level between the Democrats and the Republicans. He's also currently the uh, city council member at large. Yeah. For, <laughs> for Colorado Because that's what they do. It, it, it is literally, and, and it might to note, because we're going to talk about him in a minute, is that Matt Crane, who admitted that what happened in Mesa was 
was a crime. Mm-hmm. He admitted it. He admitted it. Yeah. And then, we, by the way, we have a lawsuit in Colorado. And the reason why this is important is because this is no different than what is happening in Wisconsin, happening in Arizona, happening in Nevada, happening in Georgia, happening in Pennsylvania. These people are treating you like you're stupid. Right. They're, they're basically saying, hey, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to shove this election machine down your throat, and we're going to steal your voice as an American. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and you and you better be okay with it. That's that, that's you don't have recourse. Do I look like I'm or okay? Or you're with a it? criminal, right? You're some sort of criminal if you ask questions about about the cabal. That's that's where we're at. All right. So they had this um, this county commissioner meeting where they're voting on this contract to give eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Dominion, and um, it didn't go no, well. To run back. To run back. Thank yeah. you. It didn't go well. Um, because, uh, one of the commissioners said, I'm not super sure about this conflict of interest. I think maybe I need to talk to some lawyers. Yeah. And so they've pushed the vote until next Tuesday. So if you're in El Paso County, you need to get down there. Even if you're not, come, we'll have a big party. Yeah. We'll rock it out. Maybe we'll take some voting machines and smash them into a thousand pieces. Oh my gosh, they're going to ask for extra security now. Oh, because Joe said that on the podcast. And we know they're listening, <laughs> right? Hundred um, percent bullshit guy. 100%. So <laughs> if you could, so so they had this this vote. They postponed the vote until next Tuesday. So now the establishment is all out in like Wigan, right? So they've been pushing their propaganda out. So Mr. Producer, could you put up a three, please? All right, so this is uh, El Paso County Republican veterans. We need your help. Please show up next Tuesday. Um, this is where the, the meeting in. We need you to turn out to protect our military members and families' voting rights. El Paso County Clerk and Recorder Chuck Broerman will be present and ask approval of the contract to print and mail ballots for the June 28th ballot. These ballots will be sent to five to 7,000 overseas military families who are El Paso County Colorado registered voters so they can vote in the primary election. A group of conspiracy activists who have never been to the clerk's office for the tour of elections department have been an election judge or have any idea about elections intend to harass and intimidate the commissioners into not approving the contract. This group's goal is to deny our overseas military family, our friends, our brothers their vote. Who and what are they fighting for? Well, let me tell you what we're fighting for. Go ahead and take it down. This is Kit Roop. So mm-hmm. K- Kit Roop, by the way, is one of the little cabal members that are friends with everyone else. Um, Kit Roop doesn't want to protect the, the military families. No. No, she's a useful idiot for the radical leftist establishment of the Republican Party who want to stand in the way of votes being counted, legitimate votes being counted. We already know the elections were stolen. They're doubling down now on both sides. The GOP and the radical left are both doubling down and saying safest and most secure election in U.S. history. Because if you are allowed to vote, if your voice is allowed to be heard, let me tell you what you won't have. 
You won't have inflation. You won't have $5 gas. You won't have the inability to feed your family. You won't have bad school systems trying to groom and indoctrinate your children. You won't have critical race theory in the middle of a GOP environment because they're letting it happen. You won't have any of that. You'll have none of that. What you'll have is safe and secure elections and you'll have a reasonable environment. You have the will of the people. But I think, Mr. Producer, could you put it up just for one more second? I think one thing that everybody needs to realize is this is so so in here, five to seven thousand overseas military families, right? So five to seven thousand costs eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No, it doesn't. This is for the printing for the entire millions of people in El Paso County. Right. Yeah. But they're saying, oh, my God, this is about our military. They hate our veterans and our military. They hate our people who are serving overseas. How dare they? No, no. We're opposed to El Paso County commissioners voting on a contract that enriches one of the El Paso County commissioners family without even a thought. Right. You can take it down, Mr. Producer. But that's the heartstring. That's the narrative. That's the game that they're playing. They're actually using our military, overseas uniformed military service members as a political ploy right now to pass a runback con- uh, contract. That's what that's what the 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 Wayne Williams is and the Chuck Bowermans and the Holly Williams is and and that's what the establishment is doing. They're using our overseas military as a political pawn. And I don't know this this kid person, but I think that she's oh, probably not a critical thinker. Who's that guy? I don't know. Who's who that guy on her picture on her Facebook page? Who's that guy? I don't know who that is. Who is that? Oh, that's Hickenlooper. Yeah. Yeah. Hickenlooper. I thought you meant the other guy. This you literally she has a picture on her Facebook yeah. page of her with Hickenlooper. The Democrat, I don't even know what you want to call him. Mm. So the people turn up in opposition to one of the county commissioner families enriching themselves through a contract, right? That's what it looks like. That's the perception. And so their response is to say, well, if you have a problem with Wayne Williams working for Rumbeck while the county and his wife are voting on a Rumbeck contract, you hate our military. That's yeah. the game we're playing. Yeah. That's the game that's, that we're playing, and that and we that want, is we don't want fair and free elections, and we don't want people to vote. And by the way, what's really interesting about that is that 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 Kit used to be a representative for the House, the Colorado State oh. House. Yeah, hanging out with for Republicans, by the way, calls herself a Republican. This is why I tell you that there's no difference between the left and the right. None. Yeah. No difference. Great segue to uh, to our next piece. You want to do an ad read, and then we can jump into the uh, next. I'm going to do an ad read. Hey. Yeah. That was I, a great segue. I, I think we should play that, that little thing, by the way. I think we should play it. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? <laughs> Number, one. Number one bullshit guy. Oh. He do the wee-woo, wee-woo <laughs> because he <laughs> have to go in front of the traffic. Look okay. what I do. All right, take what it What he do and he do wee-woo. <laughs> <laughs> he do wee-woo. All right, guys, listen. I, I'm going to have a little fun with that video because I love that video. I think it's the funniest <laughs> video ever. I'm going to wake up in the morning to wee-woo, wee-woo as my alarm. He does the wee-woo wee-woo. Number one Borussia guy. Look what I do. 22 and he do wee-woo wee-woo. Oh, you see this guy? Okay, turn it, turn it off. Turn it off. Look, we can have a little bit of fun while we're making fun of the people that are trying to be traitors to our nation. They're, they're going to be asking for more security on these, on these uh, systems. By the way, we're going to talk about who voted against the delegates in El Paso County because that's interesting. 
one of the people that voted for the delegates in El Paso County to go to the state assembly was Chuck, Chuck Borman, who's the county clerk and recorder for El Paso County, who is saying there's nothing to see here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Wayne Williams' little butt boy. Yeah, they did three rounds of voting, just before you jump into that. They did three rounds of voting for that vote on whether or not to, va- to ratify the delegates and send them to the state assembly. The, they wanted their individual vote to be no, but they didn't want to be responsible for disenfranchising all of the delegates. And so they were trying to get it to where they could have the overall vote be yes, which they did, right? That's, yeah. how, that's how it ended up. But they wanted the overall vote to be yes, but... For them to be on record as saying, I don't agree with, I don't agree with these people. You picked the wrong people. You pick, you pick the wrong people, yeah. the people that stand up for America first. All right. So this podcast is brought to you by Air Med Care Network, long-term sponsor of the show. Um, if you live in a rural area, if you're constantly on the road, if you like to hike, spend a lot of time outdoors, health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. Um, God forbid anything happened to you. But with Air Medical Air Medcare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. And if you use the promo code daily, if you go to air, airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you get up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. I haven't used it, thank goodness. It is fire insurance. It's very cheap. Um, then you can get a $50 e-gift card back. Do not get the Amazon gift card, please, please, please. Uh, but you can definitely get a uh, cart for $50 off. That's okay. it. Now so there's no, there's no difference. There's no daylight yeah. between Republicans and Democrats. They're on the same ti- They're on the same team. It is a uniparty. And they hate us because oh, yeah. we're America first. We, we just, yeah. we're, we're Republican asterisk. Well, it's, asterisk. yeah. And by the way, there's Democrats that are saying that they want to be asterisks as well. Yeah. So I think we should create the asterisk party. <laughs> The American asterisk party. I mean, think about it. We're Americans with an asterisk. So we don't, we don't, it doesn't matter if you No, they have an asterisk. We don't have an asterisk. We're Americans. Well, hold on a second. They're Americans with an asterisk. And when you go down to the footnote, it says, we'll sell out my country for whatever you offer me. That's their asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So somebody put this in there. The sudden death. He said they passed a federal law to ban lynching. Do you think they're worried about something? Yes. Yeah. I, did I think find they are. That interesting. It was interesting that that came back up again. And it wasn't based on race. It was just lynchings. But it, it was the timing of it was about there, the around the Jesse Smollett thing, wasn't it? Does, wasn't that lynching bill around the same? I think it was. I think the lynching bill yeah, was the same. The, so they they wanted yeah. Smollett. So you cannot get you cannot get lynched by two Nigerians. Dressed up as white people. And MAGA hats. And MAGA hats. And negative 20 degrees in Chicago in the middle of the night eating Subway. Yeah, and it just, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, I I don't, sorry, I don't know. Okay, so uh, Mr. Producer, could you pull up my article? Uh, I don't know if you have that link handy. No, he doesn't have it handy. Okay, so I wrote an article. I published it yesterday. I will send it. Last time I was here. I uh, had just published that day, had just published the article on Matt Crane emailing the General Assembly. You remember? That was you were just back from Texas. Yeah. So he sent this email to the General Assembly talking about the reports. Oh, let's bring Todd on. Oh, we got Todd? Oh, great. Yeah, we'll bring Todd in. Hey, Todd. With the first hand. Hey, Todd. Welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Are you just on the phone? He's on the phone. You're just on the phone? I am. Oh. Well, I can't see your beautiful face. It's really disappointing. 
So Todd, I, I gave know. a rundown. I gave a rundown of kind of what my my understanding of what's been going on. But can you talk a little bit I, I, about the commissioners meeting on Tuesday? So the only reason that they pushed that to uh, this coming Tuesday is because there was, uh, I don't know, eight or nine uh, very, very loyal and vocal patriots who went to that uh, commissioner's meeting and brought to their attention the fact that uh, Holly's wife is making money off that contract. And so they postponed so it, I, I, right? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it's really because only one commissioner said, hey, wait a minute, you know, time out, out of roll. I don't, I don't know this is exactly uh, kosher. Is this normal? They, uh, they had a recess and went to talk to the, uh, the county attorney, and when they came back, the county attorney assured everybody that there is, there's nothing wrong with this, that, you know. There's nothing wrong with somebody yeah, taking nothing, money. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, leg- legalities aside, um, I mean, I, I've been in, in, in public service for, for 28 years. Uh, the, the optics of this are horrific. Um, they, 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 they should have the wherewithal to know that this looks shady. Even if there's, even if there's a, a, some technicality where it's, it's totally okay because he isn't serving the county, he's working for the for the city, but his wife is. I mean, the optics are just awful. Ethically, this is an abomination. It, it, I, I can't believe that it took uh, the people from the public, citizens of El Paso County, coming to their meeting and telling them, you can't, this is wrong, you can't do this, this looks wrong, it's unethical. And um, and this is the first time, I believe, that, that uh, Holly Williams recused herself from this annual renewal of the appropriations for this contract. So she's been voting on this this contract in her capacity as I, commissioner before. It's just now that people are looking that it's a problem. Is that what you're saying? Ostensibly so. I, I, I haven't been able to to look back and see if she voted on uh, on all the other times, but I believe he's been with Runbeck since uh, 20, 2019. That sound right? 2019 or 2020? So, so we're going to draw some other lines that I think are going to be really important here. Um, not only is he <laughs> responsible for bringing this albatross of a election fraud machine to Colorado, but mm-hmm. if we start just researching some other things, I want to I want to show you someone we're going to be talking about. Um, if we could put up B one, really quick. This is a picture of Jenna Griswold being tied to Lisa Flanagan Crane, who, by the way, worked for Sequoia Dominion for 17 years, um, is connected to Pam Anderson, who is the one that worked for CTCL. The, the, she was a director for... She's on leave currently. Yeah, she's on leave now. But, While uh, she runs for Secretary of State of Colorado. She's running for Secretary of State and was in Zuckerberg's little deal, mm-hmm. who's connected to Matt Crane, who is married to Lisa Flanagan Crane, who worked for Dominion who Matt Crane was the former Arapahoe County Clerk and Recorder, election consultant, and you're not going to believe all this. Election consultant, who's then tied to Ken Buck, U.S. House of Reps, Colorado GOP chair for the establishment, who's also tied, by the way, to Eric Coomer, the Dominion Strategy and Security Director who owns the adjudication process for Dominion Voting Systems, and 
Antifa member who is tied to Wayne Williams, who is a former Secretary of State and forced Dominion on the county clerks and recorders and is a part of the GOP establishment who then is tied. I don't know if I, I believe this whole thing on Scott Gessler, but former Secretary of State um, brought in mail-in ballots. Okay, so that big cabal, right? The big cabal that we got it and it shows this will show you sign the connections. But if you go to B2, Matt Crane goes to the. This is why we can say he's literally the poster boy for a vending for an election vendor because he's actually on the poster. Uh, B3 pulls it up, it zooms in. Put up B3. So Matt Crane literally is saying global mobile's signature cure tool gives Arapahoe County voters more modern and convenient options to cure their signature issues and ensure their ballot counts. Matt Crane. Matt Crane is the head of the Colorado County Clerks and Recorders Association and was the one that stood right next to Jenna Griswold saying there's nothing to see here. But it gets worse. Put up B4. Sorry, Todd. B4, if we can, please. Uh, sorry. B4 is a picture of Matt Crane. B4 is not working. Give me one second. B4. Hurry up with B4. Matt Crane with Hillary Rudy, Sheila Reiner. Remember, Sheila Reiner is the one that I said got her a, a certif- certification to be able to do elections right before the information about Tina Peters was announced, and then Jennifer right. Griswold announced her as this, the replacement. This You can't make this <laughs> stuff up. You ready? Now, here's the great thing about this. See, Sheila Reiner, Reiner Mary Hall, Hillary Rudy. Hillary Matt Rudy is, uh, is the deputy uh, over elections for Jennifer Griswold. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Matt Crane. But where are they? Where are they? They are literally in this picture. They are at Eric Coomer's house having a barbecue for county clerks and recorders. I shit you not. Yeah. This is what we deal with in every state is yeah. a small group of people who want money and power. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. If you're a piece of trash, you all hang together. These are trash people that all hang together to steal the voice of the American people. And this is just in Colorado. Go ahead, take it down. Yeah, they're very collaborative. They're they're very collaborative. So, um, you know, we're talking we're talking about conflicts of interest. Uh, Todd, when you and I were talking earlier, you mentioned a few more conflicts of interest down in El Paso County. You want to talk about those? Oh, they're they're great. I mean. Working for the Fed for 28 years, I, I, I thought I thought we were uh, we were pretty shady and slimy, but uh, now that the the, the, lo- the local stuff gives us a good run for uh, <laughs> the the Feds a run for their money. So our current our current coroner, which is of course an elected position. By the way, all of the all the elected positions in El Paso County are Republican. The asterisk Republicans, right? Um, right. So the cor- the coroner who elected and gets paid to serve as a coroner, he hired himself as the deputy chief medical examiner, so he gets two paychecks. Wait, say that again? Yeah. (laughs) The coroner, the elected coroner, hired himself to serve as the deputy chief medical examiner in the coroner's office, so he gets paid for that job as well. So he's basically getting two full-time paychecks for being at the office the same amount of time. Are you serious? 
hired himself. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. So it's double dipping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Well, he reasonably could be doing both jobs, but I don't know where that works that way. It anywhere. doesn't work that way. You <laughs> have to have a checks and balance. It doesn't work that way anywhere. But also, Colorado Springs is really big. El Paso County is big. They, they can have their medical examiner and their coroner doing double duty. That seems like someone's not get like some like some citizens aren't getting the full uh, I don't, value from I those, cannot, guys, listen those to paychecks. Me. I, I I, I I don't even know I don't even know what to say here. Wait, hold on. The coroner and the medical examiner, he's like, hey, listen, are the same person. How, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'd like to hire you as the medical examiner. Well, I'd like to accept that job. What does what it if pay? They have to have a meeting. One hundred thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> well, I already get paid one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Well, we're going to double it up for you. And we're going to give you two hundred sixty thousand. How does that sound? Well, I think that's a great idea. Can I collect both on the, uh, uh, you know, can this count towards double time when it comes to uh, my retirement? Uh, I think it can, actually. <laughs> okay, you're hired. Okay, here, go over here and do the paperwork. Okay, I'm on my way to do it. Okay, see you later. I just Todd, had an entire conversation with what, myself. Todd, you should be really book. unhappy that you didn't get to see the screen and see what Joe was doing during that conversation. <laughs> I can imagine. I, I just, I just hope they saved on the, uh, on the, on, on rent. Wee woo, wee woo. Hundred percent bullshit guy. That was a perfect. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? You see this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Number one bullshit guy. That's the coroner. Or the medical examiner. Or the medical examiner. I don't know how the guy doesn't have multiple personalities. Uh, so he walks in. He's, All right, let me just go through this with you. A little bit of funny here, a little humor, because, guys, we got to have a little bit of humor. I've, I've just decided we got to laugh a little bit. So he walks in. He's wearing his corner hat. Yeah, we're, we, we really are looking for the medical examiner. I'll bring it back. <laughs> Hi, I'm the medical examiner. Weren't you just here? Where's the corner? Hold on. <laughs> Hi, I'm the corner. <laughs> You're the same guy. I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> Hello? I mean, I got to put my other hat on real quick. Okay. Now, now I'm the medical examiner. What question do you have for me? Okay. Got it. What if the two of them have to have a meeting? Oh, my gosh. Who, does, it, does the coroner or the medical examiner sign off on each other's work at any point? I don't know how that works. The, the coroner does, yeah. Just, so the coroner, the coroner signs does. off on the medical I, examiner's work? I, I mean, that, that's, I that's literally why the coroner is, is, um, is elected. And the rest of the staff, you know, they're hired kind of like the, the sheriff is elected and all the other staff are, are appointed or hired. It'd be like the sheriff <laughs> basically selecting himself to be the undersheriff, I guess. That's amazing. Uh, so I just want you to know that we need to hire, we need Dr. Rayanne Weber to be the coroner in yep. El Paso County. And, and, and 100%. And, and you, should, you should see the flack that she's getting from, oh. the, from the Rhino establishment. She's, she's not qualified. Uh, it's, you know, it, it, the dead people don't have rights because she's saying I'm going to be a constitutional coroner. And it's confounding how nobody understands that people who are in elected offices need to be a constitutional whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you want a constitutional dog catcher. It, it's, it's just staggering. You know, the Constitution is now a, a radical, extremist, dangerous document because we want to live by it. And that's, that's the whole thing that happened the other night at the executive committee meeting. Uh, the caucus and assembly did not go well for the, for the establishment across the board. The, uh, we, we took over 60% of, uh, of the delegate votes for candidates running as constitutional conservatives, as true conservatives and patriots. So they want to cancel 
any future assemblies by by uh, by by not by any any technical means that they can. We're not going to ratify the delegate list. Uh, they so we, desperately want to be done with caucus and assembly. We touched on that a little bit, but I, you know, I the other night there was my phone starts pinging like crazy as the El Paso count, you know, Republicans in El Paso County or everybody needs to get down. Everybody needs to get down. Can you talk through what that was like, Todd? Because I know you were as a as a candidate and a delegate. I know that you were involved in what happened there. Yeah, so I, I only caught maybe the last half hour. I, I got we started getting the uh, the call to arms, as it were, as well. You know, get down here. They're they're canceling this. Uh, you know, our delegates for for uh, the state assembly. They went through three votes, um, and, and it was all it, it, the email that I sent you, Ash. It's par- I numbered the paragraphs. Paragraph number three has has the names of everybody who voted no. They voted no three times. One person uh, passed, abstained from the vote. And another uh, current elected official running for an office also, um, somebody caught him in the hall and told him, you're making a big mistake doing this. We're recording this vote. Everybody's going to know what happened. So he changed his vote, and, and it narrowly passed by one, by a margin of one. The, the delegate list for a state assembly uh, was ratified. But they, they fought this for four hours to keep it from being ratified. And I think they wanted to just make a show of it and let it pass, so they wouldn't be, uh, you know, seen as the guilty party. But they did voice they they did voice votes. They did or you know roll call votes, and so we have their voting record. We know who so, did it, and these so are when, people running for office, holding office, and and supporting uh, campaigns. And it's notable that everybody that's involved with a campaign, whether they're a candidate or or a, an office holder or a campaign manager or, or assistant. They all petitioned on. They, the, the assembly didn't work for them. They, they petitioned on. So one thing that we know about this process, and we know this from Dan Schultz and the Precinct Project, we know it from our own Peg Cage here in Colorado who was doing the Precinct Project before it was cool back in, in January of 2021. The Republican establishment doesn't want people taking these roles. They don't want the regular people no. involved in the process. They'd like to keep the seats empty. They keep the whole thing tight and manageable to their you know, to their own their own friends and family, literally their friends and family, as we've seen with the yes. conflicts of interest. Um, and so we what we've seen in El Paso County, and again, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think it's the tip of the spear as as far as uh, the grassroots fighting the the GOP establishment. Um, what we've seen is that not only have the El Paso um, County grassroots gotten into those roles, into the precinct uh, leader, precinct committee people, uh, district captain roles. They've been taking those roles that the establishment likes to keep entry, uh, keep empty. But then they've also started impacting the outcomes of the elections to the point where, as yeah. I as I believe it, you took sixty four percent of the vote. Is that is that accurate for sheriff? Sixty three. Sixty three percent of the vote. And we had uh, another another uh, new candidate, Linda Zamora Wilson. I know Linda. She worked on the Colorado report. She was in the race for five days mm-hmm. and took a higher percentage of the vote than Senator Lundeen. So the people are done. Correct. The, pe- the people have had enough right. of the establishment, and the establishment knows it. Yeah. And and Chuck Borman, I'll tell you what, that guy will get no sleep. He will get no sleep because people are sick of these people. They're sick of them. On both sides of the aisle, they're, they're starting to realize that, listen, and, and you have people, I'm sitting here looking, this Electra Johnson down in Colorado Springs uh, wrote a, uh, just kind of wrote a thing saying that 
the candidates are crazy and that the doctor that is running for coroner is an anti let's see here I just saw it anti-vaccination doctor who has complaints against her running against our current corner she does not have complaints against her She's got radical leftists and, ele- and people like this. The current coroner who has done a phenomenal job. In which job? <laughs> is coroner? Or is I'm, I'm the coroner right now. <laughs> right, that's, that's a good point. Examiner. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I think, too, that, you know, we, play, we put up that, uh, that Kit Ropey or whatever her name was, her thing about how these conspiracy people have never gone down to try and look at the ballots. They've never gone down. Listen, lady, we started talking to Chuck Brewer. I'm not even in El Paso County. And my first conversation with Chuck Brewerman over the elections was in November of 2020. Might have been the first week in December. But Chuck Brewerman has been presented with every bit of evidence. He has blocked the people Every step, and of he hasn't the way. let any of the people see. He it. hasn't let anybody see ballots. Yeah, he doesn't. It's He's all garbage. He's lies. trash. They're running out the Traders. clock. They're Traders. blocking the people and running out the clock. Yeah. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to Sean yep. Beadle too in the Springs, who is a nothing but a flaming liar. Um, he is uh, Sean Beadle. He is a, a whatever you want to call it, a man dressed up like a woman who married a woman. Really strange, but. Uh, who is is an activist who now I have more information about why uh, it is no longer a teacher because it was grooming children um, inside of a school as a teacher. Um, So now I have all that. She wrote, he wrote, it wrote a article um, yesterday, I think, that said that I hate gay people and that I said that we should drag gay people behind a car until the body parts fall off. So we, we never said that. We went through everything, never said it. So what I decided to do is that I'll just announce it here since uh, Cousin It is watching this. I am suing you, and I'm suing your little piece of crap paper. Um, you, you'll have a retraction thing that you'll have to get, but damage is already done, so I'm coming after you. Anyway, I wanted to point that out, just a little thing. Now, yes. Be- Beetle follows us around all, all of this. Uh, yeah. We're dangerous uh, Cousin it. extremists because we, uh, you know, we... we we follow. We want to live by the Constitution. We want to, we want to live by the founding principles of this country, and uh, we. I, I don't. I don't know what is so repulsive or offensive, of a small, limited government. And <laughs> you know, let let the Beatles and everybody do their do their thing without government interference. You leave me alone. We leave you alone. Don't recruit kids. I, I don't know what's wrong with this. Don't sexualize yeah. kids. Honestly, yeah, I have no, like I said before, I'm incredibly libertarian on, per, on personal choices. I have worked with and have friends who are across the spectrum of everything. Stop sexualizing kids. Man, let me tell you something. They can't. They, they want to make everyone as miserable as those, whatever you want to call us, are. Mm. And, and frankly, I, I have... <laughs> I feel like I'm talking about the person says I got black friends. Uh, I have quite a few gay friends, and they all say the same thing. They're like, "This is stupid." Stop sexualizing kids is yeah. what they say. Every one of them. That's every single, every one, single of one of them. them. Every single one Except of them that isn't a pedophile says, "Stop sexualizing kids." I had a friend, uh, not even a friend, a colleague in my former corporate job, who, when I told him about the trend and phenomena of kids wearing tails at my son's school, he was horrified, and he said, "They're grooming them to be pedophile. They're, they're grooming them to be furries." That's what he said. That's what, that's what my gay colleague said. He was horrified by it. This is not nor this isn't this isn't about the gay community. This is about stop sexualizing kids. Yeah. Wee woo wee woo. <laughs> Somebody said you need to put that in the new intro. 
<laughs> get, get that done. We but, will. you know, one thing, Todd, that you said is that, you know, the constitutional <laughs> constitutional as an adjective is now dangerous. Right. And this goes back to narrative. It you is. know, we hear the narrative of, oh, my God, they're, they're doing this because they don't want our overseas military people to vote. No, that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because you're vo- the people in, in your county building are voting to enrich one of their members' families right now, and that deserves a little bit of oversight, right? That's why we're doing it. But this is the same thing. Your constitutional sheriff, oh, that means you're dangerous, right? We had uh, Joe and Joe and Sean have been raked over the coals uh, as, as though they made threats. I believe Jenna Griswold filed false police report about Sean making a threat because he said she deserved due process. No, look, it's in the Constitution that if you, it's literally law. If you commit treason, you can be hung or killed, right? Sorry, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. So is stealing the vote of American people and causing people to die as a result of hope or despair or poverty. But it's my point is it's a narrative because what Sean actually said was due process, right? He he actually used the words due process. They edited it out of his statement and told the entire world, at least the entire state, that he made threats against the Secretary of State when he did not. They're never held accountable. They're never held accountable for any of this. Um, And so, yeah, it's... Go ahead. Needless to say, those of us who are you know, in our these different races here in El Paso County, are re, re, we're starting to reveal all of these. Uh, these are facts, right? That we didn't make this up. This isn't. We're not doing this for hy- hyperbole or, or we're not. It's not even conjecture. These are just. This is the truth. This is what they did the other night. These are these are the contracts that they're voting on. These are the the they, they're hiring themselves to do second jobs, and I, it, we're revealing this. And so what we're getting from the establishment now is. You're violating uh, uh, Reagan's uh, 11th commandment of thou shalt not speak ill of another Republican. I, that's 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 your go. That's your go to. You're telling the truth about us. And that violates that, that violates uh, Reagan's 11th commandment. You know, look, look, you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I never swore an oath to a party or to a president. I swore an oath to the U.S. Constitution and. That's what I'm going to live and die by, and that's it. If the if the truth is is bad for you, you should have made better choices. Right. Listen, and somebody just put a comment up that I thought was really interesting, and it's true, is that if if let me see if I can find it really quick. Boop! I just saw it. Where'd it go? That gun it. Uh, here we go. Um, if they cannot groom and prey upon little kids, there will be honestly be no more gay mafia in a few years. It's a true story. Look, gay people don't want to be any different than normal gay people. They don't want to be any different than other people. They just want to be accepted to let them do their li- live their life and let, let God judge them. And frankly, that's how I feel. Is it, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I can love the sinner without loving the sin. And frankly, I've done things myself. I mean, at 16 years old, I sold drugs. Is that, am I going to go to hell for that? I hope not. But, I mean, I could. I mean, based on the Bible, I could. Right? So... I just I think that at some point that's it's fine if that's what happens when you get to be 18 putting gay flags L M O P Q whatever flags in the classroom is wrong it's preying on people's weaknesses it's preying on kids insecurities and they're just trying to figure out who they are mm. and all of a sudden you take them down a pathway and you you're like oh yeah you know what's wrong with you you're actually gay 
or you're actually cisgender or you're transgender. You know what? The reason why you feel bad is because you're actually a woman in there. And you're like, no. At a time no, when No, I'm kids, not actually. At a time, you know, there's, it's one thing, you know, they, they do it with the small kids too, but they do this to kids in middle school and high school who are going through the most developmentally challenging yes. time of their lives since toddlerhood, right? Since, since yeah. they're babies, they're, they're going through the, the puberty, that, that time, that's why middle school is such a pain, right? That's why the kids are such absolute disasters is because of the hormones. And so they're preying upon kids who are going through puberty. They're preying upon kids to, yeah. It's it's a sickness. It's a normalization of pedophilia. It's the normalization of, of sexual immorality. And if you say anything about it, you're a bigot. All right. I'm a bigot. Uh, me too. I'm a super me bigot. Me too. Don't stop sexualizing kids. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're trans. I will love you the same. I love everybody. Uh, stop sexualizing kids. Uh, I mean, if, if you're trans, you probably should maybe get some counseling just to make sure you're... Yeah, you're but really I think not. a lot of people... I think everybody needs counseling. Life yeah, is hard, man. Life's not hard. Li- li- get out of here. Come on now. <laughs> Why'd you actually say that out loud? Because life is hard. It is not hard. Life is hard. Life what with I do? complex mental what illness you is hard. And what's even, <laughs> what's even harder than life with a complex mental illness is living that life with a complex mental illness where society tells you to live in your delusions. Uh, okay, so they, they tell you to live in your delusions, right? They live in your delusions. I don't think that's true. It, it no, started, you shouldn't. It started decades ago with, hey, live your truth. Right. No, there's only one truth. There isn't your truth. There's no your truth. This is not some sort of metaverse. This is not some sort of RPG role-playing game where you get on the computer and you get to make yourself out to be something you're not. You are what you are and you aren't what you aren't. Just give with what, what you got dealt. Start there. Yeah. Todd, we appreciate your time, buddy. I know you've got a, an event to go to, so thanks so much for joining us. Any last words? Yeah. Hey, I, I, did, I did send out an email to all the delegates down here that kind of itemized a lot of this stuff. I, I think I forwarded it to you, Ash. You can, you can cut and paste as much of it as you, as you want, whatever's useful. But, you know, th- thanks for the opportunity, guys. And you got to send me that wee woo, wee woo video. That's, hey, that's we're going to, just so you know, I uh, will mi- send it. Mr. Producer is actually going to make a wee woo, wee woo conservative daily ringtone. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> you see that guy? You see that guy? Not the one bullshit guy. I'll send it to you, Todd. <laughs> as long as we have our priorities. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. Hey, I, got a, I got a jet. Uh, thanks, Ash. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Todd. Peace, you brother. You guys are great. Bye. All right. All right. Okay, so... Um, crane. We're on Crane. We're on Crane. But, right. But I, but I want to play this video because I think this is important. This is... Is it Wee um, ba- No, it's a babbling idiot. I just put it in the, in the, the comments, Mr. Producer excuse me, on, on uh, Slack. This is a video that a friend of mine just sent to me. He's watching me right now. He says, hey, play this video. So I'm going to play this video. Go ahead and play it. It's 54 seconds long. And it's got Soros and a bunch of other crap bags in it. I'm going to tell it to you straight. I'm going to tell you the truth. Our darkest no, days are ahead of us, not behind us. And now's the time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. Just clap for that, you stupid... This would be the time because you really need uh, world order, financial world order. This alternative vision argues that ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs. That order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign. We are here to develop the great narrative 
Doric for the future. But in order to shape the future, you have first to imagine the future, you have to design the future, and then you have to execute. All right, so let me, t- let me tell you something. Oh, bring it. Yeah, it, it is. There, there's, uh, there's zero. I don't even, I don't even know what to say to that one. But that was a good video. But um, I think I'll pass on the world new world order. Yeah. order. I'm gonna take that new world order and shove it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're trying hard though, right? Yeah. And and they're they're pushing as as hard as they can. And you know we're not we're we're almost out of time, so we won't break down. The crimes that Crane admitted to, but go read. Uh, oh go no, read no, my no! Article. Let's break it down. Break you it down. You want to break it down? Yeah, break it down. We 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 have it, Mr. Producer uh, B five. Put it up. Yeah. Correcting the record. So this this by the way is intended to correct the record of Crane's falsehoods and misinformation. We fear that although multiple public officials in Colorado have had this information, it may have been kept from you. There are two alarming aspects of Crane's official communication with you that require your immediate attention. So one second, let me set it up. So this, so as I mentioned on the last time that I was on the show, Crane sent an email to the General Assembly and he basically was saying all of these reports that you've been given, the Mesa 1, Mesa 2, and the Colorado canvassing report, he actually sent that email the same day that Mesa 3 came out, so he wasn't aware of it at the time. But he sent that email to the entire General Assembly. Now, bear in mind that he's been invited to debate several times. He's actually supposed to debate Sean Smith on Tuesday yeah. in Greeley, but as I understand it, he's not going to show up. And so, Are you serious? Yep. He said he would. He was interested, and he had some uh, conditions, but now he's trash, ghosted. Crane. He's ghosted the organizers yeah. now, and he's not going to do it. Look, it appears that he's not. It'd be great if he did it. If he did it, it'd be heavyweight championship type thing. We should all go. But Man, I don't, I don't think do Crane shows up. Yeah, I don't think Crane shows up. But anyway, so he sent this, this notice out, and then the same day Mesa 3 came out, yeah. So the Mesa 3 report came out showing that there was actually vote switching. There's actually new databases created. There's actually crimes that are shown in the Mesa images. So then Crane, Crane comes out, he sends this this notice out, and then Cause of America sent a response. So this is the response. So you can see here, one, Crane admits to knowledge of explicit violations in Colorado election law committed by the Secretary of State and her staff and at her direction by county election officials in Colorado. These are detailed below. This entire response is 15 pages. I encourage everybody to read it because it is the first time that this, this email from Crane to the General Assembly that was last week is the first time that anybody in an elected capacity or in a uh, private capacity around our election system, around our elections officials, has actually addressed the substance of the reports. And in so doing, he admitted to criminal behavior. Yeah. And and let's talk about the lawsuit that they just ruled on for that was filed against us with county clerks and recorders against the state of Colorado. Their argument was. So we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Oh. I just want to talk about the crimes real quick. Okay. So could you pull up B6, please? And then we'll, then we'll right. talk about that. So the combination, this is Mesa County report number two, which has been out for a long time. These reports have been sent to every single elected official, every member of the General Assembly. They've been sent to the executive branch. They are also in the process of being sent to all of the DAs. Okay, so this combination of unauthorized software, SQL Server Management Studio, installed in the DVS, that's Dominion Voting Systems, D Suite 5.11-CO, 
election management system server, the failure to employ security mechanisms built into the system required by 2000 voting system standards, VSS's voting system standards, and the uh, obliteration of mandatory audit logs, destruction of both election records and evidence to access the EMS server that federal and state law require be preserved, create a backdoor to the EMS server that is only partially protected by a simple password with no preserved audit records. Crane admits that the, C the Microsoft SQL Server Management Studio, quote, was not explicitly identified on the certification, end quote. This is a tacit omission of the illegality of the installation and presence of this software on the Dominion uh, machines. So you want to break that down for non-technicals? Well, the non-technicals are is that that allows for an open door, right? And that's not the only open door. There's another really big open door, and that is the multiple databases that had the ability to switch votes or replace votes within the system that happened on the, the commissioner's race, specifically mm -hmm. in Mesa County. That the people that actually made the commissioner, the commissioners were not elected by the people of, Al of, of Mesa County mm -hmm. at all. They, weren't, they were not. It's been proven. This is proven fact, people. Right. This is not hyperbole this is not made up this is factual information right. and not one of these people has stood up to say let's look into it not one right. not not one person has come forward to say all right we're going to look at this let's let's take a look inside and see if what you're saying is accurate no instead they did a mainstream media just lockdown and they don't cover any of it because they want you to to not know about the fact that your vote is being canceled it's even worse than that. So the so Crane's letter went to all of the General Assembly. The response, the 15-page response, breaking it down and pointing out the crimes and the actual violations of the statute was then sent to the entire General Assembly. The the Thursday uh, after this, so last Thursday, one week ago, the Senate revived the bill that had been suspended. Remember on Tuesday, we were at the Capitol. We had all that footage. Uh, they, they suspended voting on the bill to deal with the horrible baby murder bill. But then they, uh, they, brought, <laughs> they brought it back up on the Thursday. All of the senators had the response. Uh, no, no address. There was hundreds of us that were contracting every senator that we could get our get our hands on their number. Um, no response until after that second reading vote. And then on the Friday, they brought it up for a third reading vote. Nobody mentioned the fact that this crane disclosure had come out. Now, remember, they all had it. Went to every single one of them. We even texted them and told a lot of them about it. Didn't mention it. And the Senate Minority Leader, Chris Holbert, who... Um, what was amazing about the debate in the Senate was how the Republican side was really focused on decorum and being polite. And the Democrat side was telling, you know, saying big lie and calling us all terrorists and whatnot. Right. So this guy gets up at the, the, the last time that he speaks, the last kind of closing remarks in opposition to this bill, which, again, the bill takes away the remaining county oversight of elections and centralizes everything in the hands of the silk. Give these people more power, right? right? So what he does, he stands up, he thanks everybody, and he says, you know, I know it's going to pass. I'm still opposed to it, but I'm really happy about these amendments that we were able to pass. And you know who else is? Matt Crane supports this amendment. As though that should give us all some comfort and, and security about our elections when that same guy who just said, Matt Crane, Matt Crane, guys, we can trust this, Matt Crane. He was just given evidence of Matt Crane's crimes, ignored it, used it as an endorsement on the floor of the Senate. 
It, it doesn't get any worse than what we're dealing with right now. It doesn't. And then all jokes aside, they, they've stolen our election, and now we've got to say to ourselves, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? And I'm going to tell you what we're going to do about it. We're going to create density and get in the street mm. and have a nice little conversation with them and say, listen, this is not going to happen. And, and you could say, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. So we've got a couple things that, that you need to know. Yet tomorrow we have a um, launch for FEC United. Do we not, Mr. Producer? Commissioned.global. Yes, we are launching commission tomorrow. Not, not we. So we being I'm an FEC United member. I'm also the, chair, you know, the, the founder. Um, but commissioned.global. Go to commissioned.global. C-O-M-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-E-D.global. G-L-O-B-A-L. And you can use it from the web browser also at that link. You can yeah. download the apps. They have it on iOS and on uh, Android as well. So download it. Get familiar with it. Uh, and you will be receiving an email if you are an FEC United member that will, uh, you know, it'll give you the details how to how to get connected with us there. Well, and, and here's the thing. When you get in it, you can go to FEC United. We have a page that is pri public, right? Yes. So you can join there, and then you'll have some questions that you have to answer. As you answer those questions, we will funnel you down into FEC United in your state. So all 50 states, you'll have the ability, and we'll be passing on information. We'll be looking for admins in those particular areas to take over. And it's not just state level. You then have the ability to build a community at your local level. So if you have a place in you know, Tallahassee, Florida, and you want a local FEC, you'll have that ability too. And then from there, we have a new platform, which I think that Corey's almost done with that. And this platform is like, uh, it allows you as your business to get, to get rid of um, the Chamber of Commerce. And we're going to basically share a network of people in your area, a network of people in your area that are like-minded business owners that you can do business with that are connected through the FEC commerce environment specifically. And so then you'll have at a local level, you'll be able to go in and have events at local restaurants, get together, kind of like 1776, but you know more hip than that. We have electronics here. And you can meet at the pubs to collectively together and start planning how you're going to take um, control of your environment in your community. So that is happening right now. Tomorrow we will launch that. The second thing is, is that we got a membership portal now. We got, I mean, we got, we got members in the deal. And so I want to tell you that uh, you have this deal. You have four different levels, advocate, defender, patriot, super patriot, and founder. Advocate is just, hey, we love what you're doing with your podcast. And we love the, the fact that you have Ash and, and Apollo and uh, Jake and where you're going. So we just want to, you know, bless you and buy, I mean, in essence, buy us a coffee a month. Um, you also get discounts on Fax Blasts and you have discounts that we'll have on the text to call and the, the uh, letters to Congress as well. But just what we're trying to do is build an army. We're trying to build an army where it gives you the ability to have a voice collectively. Um, and this will do that. Uh, so you can go into Conservative Daily. You can support us um, at conservative-daily.com. And then uh, upgrade your membership, check it out. And it's really a cool, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, right? We're going to build an army across the nation. And right? the discounts on the store as well will be launching tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So we got discounts on the store. I forgot about that. See, all this stuff. You've been waiting on all this stuff. Oh, um, Votum Tech. We are in the final stage of Votum Tech, which is 
the ability for us to get approved so that we can do a tech company and I'm going to take a bunch of technology we built, I'm going to stuff it in it and we're going to make it public. Ooh. How about that? Because I've been talking about that for a year, literally a year. And we finally got to the point where we're past there. Actually, I think it's April 21st. We'll be past their uh, comment section. And so we can just go and do a uh, reggae deal for that as well. It's pretty cool. Awesome. I'm pretty excited. You got to be pretty excited. I mean, all this stuff is just, it's happening. Maybe not in my time, because I like things to happen right now, but in God's time. So we have one more bit of good news. We have good news. What's well, this? Mixed. All right. Okay. So uh, there's there is a lawsuit you mentioned. There's a lawsuit yeah. against uh, against Jenna Griswold. There was from officials from four different counties, commissioners, uh, clerks, and um, Representative Ron Hanks. The ca the case is Hanks et al. versus Griswold was uh, had a hearing on a motion to dismiss the state's motion to dismiss the case. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago, and so we've been waiting for a decision on that, and that came down this morning. Let me pull it up here. So we had, uh, so, so this is the, the Hanks versus Griswold. Um, I wrote an article called Are the Tides Turning on Tyranny in Colorado, and it talks about the three kind of claims and the three uh, requests for relief. One is on the voting certification. One is on Jenna Griswold's emergency rules, and then the other is on... Um, on uh, Jenna Griswold overseeing elections, I believe, a restraining order on Jenna Griswold. I might have that last one wrong. But anyway, so they, they, they heard this motion to dismiss on the suit, and it, it seems like the decision has been split. So it's, it's been kind of separated out. So they denied the motion to dismiss on the challenge to Jenna Griswold's election rules. This is an excellent precedent for our next challenge. So, uh, you know, Jenna Griswold, that part of Hanks versus Griswold, where we're challenging Jenna Griswold's only I can audit myself rules, that will move forward. Um, the other piece of it was on the voting system certification. And the state argued that that was past the 35-day statute of limitations to bring a, uh, a challenge to the voting system certification. And so that one, that request to, to dismiss was granted. And so that's, and, and that just, you know, fun fact. You have 35 days. Fun, fun you fact. You have 35 days. From the day of the certification. Which we couldn't get into the machines because right. nobody wanted to let us. And finally, we get somebody to let us into it there. And look what we uncover. And the SB 22153, this terrible election bill, wants to lower that from 35 days to 30. Just FYI. Unbelievable. But the piece about Jenna Griswold and her terrible rules is going to proceed. So that is a win. It's not, it's not a win. What, what, what win is where we take back everything that we have that belongs to us. So we're, you know, next week we're going to be talking about state um, nationals, like just getting out of the system and stop paying taxes. And it's real, guys. I mean, I've been researching the crap out of it. Imagine if we all stopped paying taxes. Imagine if it just spread across the, the country and we all became state nationals and told them all to stick it in the you know what. It would take a little bit of their money away, wouldn't it? Oh, no, it would do worse than that. It would stop them in their tracks, along with the fact that we stand up and have a little tea party. So that's it. We're out of time. I'm going to jump in and just say I declare April 18th National Tax Holiday. <laughs> Uh. Oh, so lots going on. Yeah, lots going on. Hey, so I'm going to, uh, hey, our Fed boys back in the comments over at Rumble. How you doing, Tim? Yeah. 
Oh, Timmy, thank you yeah, for loving thank us you, Timmy. so much. Lovey, lovey. All right. Go get a show, Tim. Maybe some, some, some of these people come see, some, listen to you. Oh, that probably won't happen either. Bye. Um, so if you like us, follow us on Rumble at Conservative Daily. You can follow Conservative Daily on Telegram at Conservative Daily. You can follow me on Telegram. I think, I think it's at the Left or Liars. I looked up the, so this is the link that brings you directly to you. Oh, okay. I can't see your username. Maybe I can put that down there too, but this is the link that brings you directly to it. Joe Oltman. That's your channel. The other one is your personal DM. Oh, it is? Yeah, this is your public channel. Personally DM me. You shouldn't have done that. You just told everybody what it was. Crap. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Um, you can also find me on Truth Social. Guys, follow me on Truth Social. It'd be kind of fun. Um, that's at Joe Oltman as well. Matter of fact, I'm on all the channels at Joe Oltman. Where are you? All the channels at Ash in America. Ash in I'm America. I'm not on Truth, though. I'm still number 11 billion on the wait list. <laughs> 11 billion. All right. Um, if you want to find us live, you can go to conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, Cloud Hub. Uh, shout out to the person on there that was saying that she liked me. Thank you. I hope it was a she. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, if you want to listen to us on the audio version, uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iPartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Give us a five-star review um, and share this episode with someone who needs to hear it or may like it. I mean, it, it's, like it's a stretch. Like Tim. <laughs> yeah, share it with Tim. Timmy boy, Fed boy. Okay, so uh, if you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and sign up for our text word system. You can have a link in our description as well to subscribe to our newsletters. You can get our facts plus so you don't miss any important projects. Listen, guys, go become a member so we can give you a bunch of cool stuff. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. And I'm Ash Up. And Ash, thank you very much for coming back in today. Thanks for I having me. I always love having you here. So um, remember the fight. To take back America is not one. But the only way we win is we all stand up and fight together. God bless you all.